0: On Friday, Father Simon Felix and I went up to Indianapolis to have breakfast with a student who was here 10 years ago, Who was a new mom. We wanted to see her and her new baby. And during our conversation, which lasted almost three hours, it was great. We were just catching up, being old friends. She told us that when she was 18 years old, she started writing letters to her future husband. And as she got older, as she matured, she realized that the man that she was called to marry would be the one man who could take all of these letters in their joy, in their sorrow, in their fun, and in their weirdness, and receive them with love. She actually said that that was part of her discernment of marriage to her husband, was would he receive all of these with love? She was revealing her entire self to her husband, but also sharing the things that maybe they hadn't shared in conversation. And there's a great risk in this when we reveal our hearts, our true selves to other people. Because let's face it, every single one of us is beautiful and wonderful, but we also have quirks we're also sinners. We also do and say and think weird things at times. We have phases of our life of which we may not be particularly proud. So there's a great risk when we show who we truly are, when we hold nothing back. But it's also incredibly beautiful when someone entrusts their heart to us, when they give us everything. Because all of a sudden, even when we're in relationship with someone, we may be friends for our entire lives or married for 50 plus years, when that person is sharing who they truly are, it's beautiful because the complexity and mystery of the other becomes more and more palpable, becomes more and more attractive. But there's also a great power there for those of us who are receiving this revelation because that kind of love that kind of trust from the other demands a response in charity and how can we respond with love to that ultimate revelation except but to give as best we can in return of who we truly are this is the power of human relationships Today, in the church, we celebrate the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. We celebrate God's perfect self-revelation to us. We, who are totally... In, in, we are, the Trinity is incomprehensible to us who have limited, finite minds. And yet God reveals himself to us as a unity, as one God, yet three persons. We will never understand that. But such is God's love for us that He reveals it to us in our brokenness. He gives us His full self. He shows us who He truly is and invites us to respond. This is the power of the celebration that we have today. It's not so much us trying to understand what are the difference between the persons and the processions within the Holy Trinity. How can one be one and three at the same time? It's not about delving into that, though philosophically and theologically the church has so many beautiful and wonderful teachings on that. Go to St. Thomas Aquinas if you dare. What the church is inviting us today, what God is inviting us today to do is to give ourselves back to Him in the measure in which He gives to us, which is absolute. God holds nothing back in His revelation to us. God, the Son, becomes a human being so that we might become like God. But that demands of us a response. We are not machines. We are uh, are free. We are free to give that response. And so God asks that of us. In many ways, it's similar to what my friend was telling me about writing love letters to her future husband. This full, total revelation, demanding that response in kind. So too must we today give everything to the Lord. And because the Lord knows our imperfections, He gives us these particular avenues, these channels of grace that allow us to become even closer to Him, not through our own merits, but through the merits of the cross. God gives us the sacrament of confession so that we can bring to him our brokenness and that he can heal us from the inside out. God gives us his Eucharist, his body, his blood, his soul, and divinity so that we who are imperfect may be cleansed and made new through the blood of the Lamb. We might be united to him through his gift to us, but our free response as well. And so today, our blessed Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one in essence, three in persons, is showing us Himself. But He's looking at you, and He's asking you. He's frankly begging you. He's loving you. Will you give it back? He wants everything. He wants the good and the joy in your life. He wants to share in that with you. He also wants the struggles, the sin, the brokenness. He wants to heal that. He wants you. We were talking the other day, and Father Simon mentioned how he was listening (coughs) to a Protestant preacher. And this preacher was saying, there's no one in the Gospels who starts off by saying, Lord, forgive me. But yet God comes into this world and asks and offers us forgiveness. He comes to us in our imperfections. He who is perfect, he who is undivided, he who is love. And he asks for you, for your heart, for your experiences, for all those wonderful and blessed things and for all those quirks and weird things and for those periods of life you wish you would forget. He desires all of it. And when we give it to him, just as when we give it in relationship to another person, we become better because we revel and rejoice in the mystery. St. Paul has this great line in the 5th chapter of the letter to the Romans. Not only that, we boast in the hope of the glory of God, he says, but we even <laughs> excuse me, boast of our afflictions. Think about that, friends. Think about that. That God's love, that God's revelation to us, that God's desire for us is so perfect that when we offer but a little bit of our hearts back to Him, we can rejoice in the things that have weighed us down, that have hurt us, that have hurt other people, because God has loved us, forgiven us, and made us new in them. And so today is not a day to worry about how do I understand the Trinity or explain it to my friends who don't, think, or don't or think we're crazy because God is one and three. Today is a day to give our undivided hearts to the Lord, to reveal to him in the same measure that he reveals to us. In other words, give God everything. In your daily prayer, what are you holding back? In your confessions, in your holy communions, What do you need from God? And when we do this, then we can go out and find and bring God to the world. When we can see God face to face and in our afflictions, we'll start to see God, the face of Jesus, in the poor and in the downtrodden, in our brothers and sisters who have left the faith. We'll be more patient. We'll be more loving. We'll be more charitable toward them. Not because we are great, but because we have given more of ourselves to God. He has made us new. He has shown us His face more deeply and intimately, and then we cannot help but see it and seek it in the world around us. God invites us within so that we can be made whole and pure and holy and then sent out to the world to find Him out there. And then we go back. What a great and blessed mystery it is, the Holy Trinity. What a marvelous opportunity it is for us, his sons and daughters, to give ourselves in the same measure that he gives to us, with whole, undivided hearts, minds, and lives.